0: Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization, athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that, check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well. As SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints, they offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, SIDesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SIDesign and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at SIDesign.net. And tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline since l4 media we talk high school football 4a 3a and 2a in texas we talk east texas sports we talk nfl guy talk movie and booze we also talk wrestling and so much more so like and subscribe and check us out we hit week nine 2a football let's talk about it hello everybody terry bennett grant goodwin here sideline to sideline the 2a edition brought to you by si design and printing right here on l4 media and um what's up grant that might, that's what's going on happy hunt day why are we're, we're a day behind yeah, yeah my fault i, I will go mm-hmm. and tell you right now i am very it ex- huh? explosive it, it was explosive Diaria? coming out both sides as they say uh you don't I, have to share i i there thought you. it was just a uh you know being older and then you do something like we did monday night Intern turn and i did out drink the coverage monday night football watch party I thought it was just a little bit of that. But let's well, not discount the weekend you
1: had, too, starting on Thursday, heading down to uh, Galveston, staying there. A lot of velvet, seafood. You ate a lot of garbage.
0: We uh, ate seafood, oil. man. And garbage. Our, our heart, Im- immediately, our hearts grew three times better because all the seafood, all the fish oil. Well, yeah, but it was negated by all the that it was fried in but that's, that's not the that's point good. hey fried is just the skin that's all buddy okay. but, but let's i'm sick so i'll go ahead and tell you right now i don't know how many of the other shows are going to get out this week we might be taking a uh, s2s break uh, for the rest of the week i just have to see how i feel tomorrow but i have to ask you i know like playing hurt is no longer a thing anymore i guess i mean i'm fine playing hurt but if i'm literally <laughs> in the middle of an interview and start blowing chunks if i do it now at least it's on on video at least we have some I'd like know Chunks is his dog. I, I, so. I remember President Bush in Japan doing that way back in the yeah. late 90s or early yeah. 90s. Yeah. But you quit quit burying the lead. Why are you wearing a suit? Are we going to a wedding afterwards? Because <laughs> I know you nice. don't you don't wear a suit for work. <laughs> I'm an aristocrat. Whoa. That's what I do. Whoa. Don't get racist and on here. We never talk race and
1: philanthropists. So we wear suits quite often. Oh, is that what it is? No, big game this week. I thought I'd
0: dress like it was a big week. Wait, there's a big game. Oh, the game we're going to. Yeah. Oh yeah. For a Silsby versus Hampshire for Uh, I'm excited about that game. Me too. I was excited about the game we went to last week. Didn't turn out as close as we thought, but I still felt like we learned a lot. That being, of course, Columbus versus Hitchcock. Got a good three quarters out of it. Got a good three quarters out of it. All right, but here's what we do on this show as we talk to A. Now, tonight, and I know all the shows have been light compared to the other ones, but this is especially a light show. There just wasn't a ton on, on the 2A review. Yeah, not in week eight. Yeah, but very light week, i.e., three games. So let's go ahead and talk where you want to start.
1: Let's go, Toller and DeLeon. Uh, Toller won that one 44 to 8. Uh, DeLeon came into this game 6 and 1. Yeah. Uh, but Toller's uh, quarterback, Isaiah Blessing, 12 of 17 for 302 yards passing. Uh, Matthew Barons had two catches for 98 yards. Toller
0: just continues to tear it up. Well, and this is what we talk about with them losing a guy like Peyton Brown and, and honestly I don't know if they've missed a beat. Um I mean you look at what they've done offensively especially over the last 4 weeks 41 38 43 and 44 but also missing Peyton Brown was losing your best linebacker. Right. And defensively?
1: Yeah, so essentially you lose two stars yes. in 3A and 2A. That's a that's a big knock, right? Or exactly. a little bit easier to come back uh, sometimes from an injury, but when you've got a dude uh like him out for Toler, that yeah, that puts you short.
0: In two positions. And yet they've offensively done well, defensively 18-0-0-8. And, and we're talking about a couple squads like, uh, you know, Coleman, who's 6-2, and two and, they, you know, they lost to them a couple weeks ago, and, and we thought that was going to be at least a competitive game, and it, it wasn't even close. They beat Coleman. Beat them down 43-0. Yeah, you said lost to him though. Oh, I'm sorry. They beat them down forty-three. Nothing. We yeah. thought it was going to at least be competitive because I mean the Blue Cats are a really solid football team. But right. it, it, you know, we we talk about this all the time. A team playing on their uh, with a chip on their shoulder, or a team that. You know that they they have this is the year they finally do whatever they th- their goal is. It really looks like Toller this year is on that path. Yeah, yeah,
1: it really does. And I mean that that region almost looks like they're sort of taken coming up, right?
0: Yeah, it kind of does. And again, with Crawford not being a team that looks like they might even see in the playoffs this year, that was their roadblock over the last few years mentally more, I think, than anything else. All right,
1: Stratford thirty four, Panhandle twenty four. Uh, Panhandle actually got out to a nine to nothing lead at the end of the first quarter. And then Stafford, uh Stratford uh, scored 21 unanswered points.
0: Yeah, you know, over the last few years, the Panhandle Panthers, I mean, they're, they're just a solid team. Yeah. 10 and 3, 8 and 3, 10 and 3, 6 and 6 last year, 9 and 3. Uh, this was their first loss of the year. They had a couple big wins, including being Wellington a couple weeks ago, or I say about a month ago now, 38 to twenty two. So I, I think for Stratford, a team that, you know, one of the things I will say about two A, especially out in that region, boy, they play everybody. Like they play each other. They played Sunray. They played Groover, who we'll talk about in the next segment. Uh, that they kind of have to out there. Yeah, you kind of right? have to. But it forces. I think it forces good teams to sharpen iron earlier than maybe they were expecting. Right. Yeah, like, and maybe that's why you see
1: that region so competitive region wise and statewide. And, and well, yeah, and wise yeah. That's what I mean. That region competitive oh, I, yeah, statewide. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to you know the the scene statewide i mean they, yeah they have to play everybody you know you can't dodge anybody because you either got to travel real far or you got to jump up two classifications and maybe play somebody in the top 25 and say 4a And you, you don't want to do that
0: yeah that just makes it hard for for you even if you're a good team to have to play a 4a division two team or anything like that. Right. that's when depth really does truly come into play yeah. uh but for that district now district one to a stratford and uh west texas are staying at west texas uh they're both two and oh uh amarilla highland park is zero and two sanford fitch fritch is zero and two panhandles now one and one and farwell a team we talked about last week they're now one and one so it, it i don't know if it's gonna you can say it's coming down to the elks and the comanches because i still think stratford's gonna win this district going away yeah, yeah me too all right Sonora beat reagan county 57 to 12 edgar Deluna ran for 226 yards on eight carries and what a workhorse that guy's been not just a workhorse but an actual game
1: breaker for the broncos
0: yeah and again you, you talk about what he does offensively he's also really really good on defense yeah. uh he, he kind of does a little bit of everything for them uh and you know they're positioning themselves it's gonna you know they're seven and oh they're two and zero, in three to a play uh the broncos finish on that last week that's gonna be the interesting one the last week of the season. Uh, they've got four sand, four San six and one, they're two and O in district four San's Only loss on the year was to Kahoma to begin things 54 to 30. Uh, so you're going to get at least with playoff positioning, a little bit of a playoff game in that last week. Yep. All right. Now that's, that's it for review. Now let's preview week nine. We're going to, you're going to have to lead us off because you have all the notes on that one. All right. Uh, Cooper and Honeygrove. I think that's this is the, the one we've been talking about. Yeah. I
1: think that's uh, one of the bigger games uh, uh, in the state this week. Uh, a lot of people, uh, a couple of weeks ago had at least a couple of weeks ago, if not three weeks ago, when Honey Grove started going on this just defensive tear, right? They gave up three points last week. I tear I don't, yeah, I know you're you're out on them. Uh but you know, let's remember Dangerfield 83 gave up six <laughs> points. Honey Grove <laughs> is still only giving up three. That's a good point. I mean, <laughs> but a, a lot of point. people have had this game circled um cooper comes in with two really good uh running backs and their running game that is one of the best running games in the state of texas in class 2a and that's adrian maps and markel smith uh we all know about the honey defense led by the two linebackers mason banker uh banker and levi beavers their defensive end asher uh price is really good uh they've got their own running back who's pretty darn good in Ryland Morris.
0: Yeah, you've got the Morris brothers, Dion and Ryland. They both have been absolute studs. You know, last year, when we talked about this last week on the show, last year Honey Grove didn't have quite this defensive uh season going, but it wasn't far off. Right. And they got into this game, and Cooper kind of wore them down. I don't know if Cooper does that this year. I've been really big on Cooper, and I still am, but I kind of got to see a little bit of, and I know it was Rivercrest, and I know it was Bowles, uh, but I got to see some highlights, and, man, Honeygrove is huge, dude. Yeah, they, they are, are. physical. They look big. a lot
1: like Toller does.
0: Yeah, they really do, just in orange. I mean, and, that, and, that's and a they good run comparison.
1: Down, they run downhill really well. Yeah. Those, I mean, again, those that, that defensive front allows those linebackers to just run sideline to sideline and just downhill if they need to. You yeah. Know? So, I, I, yeah, I think Cooper, uh, a lot of people at the beginning of the year would have said Cooper would have won this game by two or three touchdowns. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit close. I'm going to take Cooper because I do think they can wear down that front with that running game. Uh, but I would not be surprised to see uh, the Warriors come out with the victory here. But give me Honey Grove. In a touchdown or under. I mean, it's going to be... Honeygrove or Cooper? I'm sorry, Cooper. Cooper in a touchdown. Yeah, I I, I think it's going to be very very close
0: well i don't think we talk about this cooper defense enough because when you look on surface they've given up points uh they gave up 26 but that was to hooks right they gave up 35 but that was to collinsville uh, i think both of those offenses are better than honeygrove not that honeygrove's bad but i just those are two explosive offenses right. i mean you and i are really high on hooks in, in 3a and, and and their path since they've been playing team- i think hooks
1: is going to be more of the
0: style that that Cooper defense yes. is going to face. Yeah, going to throw it all over the place that's how Collins will beat you right and that's uh, a good point like, yeah. we, I don't know if we've seen a true grinder team I mean Hooks is a grinder team but they're more explosive they're, they're more of a big play running game Honeygrove is and not and not that Honeygrove doesn't have big plays but I'm they want to just wear you down part of the reason why their defense is so good is their offense plays keep away yeah uh, and if they can do that against Cooper I think they're going to win it and you know what I'm calling it I think this is a five-point game. I think this is this is one of those rivalries that nobody knows about because usually these two teams have been okay, not great, but this is a very intense rivalry. I like Honey Grove in a wow, and I'm talking like a 17-14. You, I have, I've been, yeah. I'm telling you, I, and I, you, I, I think you and I have gotten really good about when we watch good teams against bad teams. We still can kind of decipher what sure. that good team is. Yeah, and the the stuff I saw in Honey Grove. They were big last year, but they're big this year and the Morris Brothers it's just a different athleticism. Dare I say they look a lot more like Cooper than Honeygrove and you as you said yeah. taller too but I, I don't know if they have the team speed that Cooper has and that's something they have to deal with that's what got them last year. I went and looked back at some of those stats and it, they got beat 36 to eight but Cooper had some big plays in there. I think they they uh, they li- eliminate them. I think this is a low-scoring game, like 17-14. Yeah, I do think that Honeygrove has definitely closed the gap. Yes, right? Yes. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I, I now think that coming out of this top side of the bracket, uh, it, it could be either one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, you're going to look at this region, no matter who gets out of it, there's gonna be three teams, four teams that man, they could have won it any other oh, year. Yeah, certainly. And, and yes, Timpson's still the prohibitive favorite, but I don't think Timpson can coast in this region.
1: No, no, not at all. And then you got your Beckville's hanging out. Just there, ready right? and they're yeah.
0: angry and they're just scoring basketball. I think they scored 74 this past week on a team that's probably gonna be second in their district. Yeah, coming off the seventy plus
1: last week, coming off a week before they scored ninety plus. Oh,
0: so, so they're they're down now. God, yeah, Beckville, you're That's why I terrible.
1: wore this because that's basketball scores, oh. And I'm getting I'm like a basketball coach yeah he, i yelling, just need to slick my hair back yelling for, see that's and i need to beg for fouls please give me a free throw please
0: that this the slick back hair the pat riley the the rick patino you would be uh, the rick patino of football now I'll show hookers and blow what okay yeah that's, that's
1: <laughs> yeah. cool i was gonna say i'll hey. shave it be tarcanian but you know
0: what i like it. no rick patino man he gets caught with hookers just goes to another division one a basketball school that's living the life right there are you sure you're not talking about Petrino? <laughs> Huh? oh yeah <laughs> bobby as well i <laughs> think he's clearing out that offensive you think you think jimbo goes damn oh, it petrino you score more on a motorcycle than our team <laughs> scores on the field
1: <laughs> easy now easy
0: uh, oh yeah makes maggie's man <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: refurio and shiner i don't know how much of a game this will be it probably won't but it's a game in name oh, right? yeah. oh uh, yeah this refurio is will name their score but i think shiner's playing
0: a little bit better Right, one, two in a row after starting the year zero and four. Now yeah. let's remember one thing: they've played some really tough three sure. A teams: yeah. Hallettsville, Vanderbilt Industrial, two A Poth, But you know how good they are. East Bernard, uh, and the last two games has been against lesser teams, and they've dominated Bloomington and, and Three Rivers. I. I don't know if they give them a game, but I respect this rivalry enough to understand that Refereo is going to get Shiner's best shot. And it wouldn't shock me that if at halftime this is a really, really close game and then Refereo kind of stretches it out in the second half. It would shock me, though. It would, because Refereo does not play down to their competition. Oh, no,
1: I I agree. I think this is more Shiner will play up to them because they rivalry. But you've got to have the horses to play up that high yeah oh no i agree i agree and i just don't think they have the dudes to match up or with Refereo this year as does anybody in the state
0: well, you know Shiner has a new run, running back named balton Drucks. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a senior but he's a freshman came <laughs> over from uh sacred heart yeah came over from sacred heart uh but yeah i, I do think Refereo wins going away but i, I do give the I, you and, you, and i say don't think you, it's close but you've so. seen that many times we're in a rivalry the I the do, lesser team at, at least puts a fight up in the first Style. I do, but it, it's different with Referee. No, I, I don't disagree with that. So, Grant says Shiner is soft and will not compete. All right, where are we going
1: now? Man, now I'm a one-in-man Shiner and Columbus.
0: Well, you got the suit on for the—, the, the My yeah. own funeral? Yeah. <laughs> where are we going next?
1: All right. Uh, how about Joaquin and Timpson? Uh, Same Joaquin, thing. Joaquin, yeah. You know, hey, they are they got a really good running back, in Gage Jordan, who averaged about 150 yards rushing a game. But, I mean, they're going up against the Timpson team. Uh, and, you know, Terry Busey, at quarterback, J.J.
0: at running back, Mosky Howard. Well, the problem is with Joaquin this year and their one in six record is they're terrible on defense. Yeah. And you're playing maybe the most explosive <clears throat> or one of the most explosive uh, teams in two way. Yeah, I-, I will admit this. I knew Joaquin was replacing a ton of players. I think they bring back five or six. I did not expect them to fall this far. I mean, this is a team that over the last six, seven years have consistently been an eight and three, ten and two. I think they had one five and five in there, but they've been consistently a nine to ten win team. And, and to see them drop this quick, and in saying that, I
1: quite they play, tough schedule. Well, and they're
0: playing all sophomores. I, I want to make sure I. Uh, you know, I'm not saying Joaquin's down as a program. I'm just saying I thought even in this year they would still, you know, losing the. To- now ARPS turned out to be pretty darn good. Uh losing to Beckville, of course we know about Beckville. They lost to the Ten fifty to forty-two. Uh but it's like losing to Shelbyville 48 to 14. Not that they lost, but to to, to get blown out by Shelbyville, an okay team's kind of been surprising. I don't think that they stand in the way of Timpson at all.
1: Yeah, I don't either. All right. Roscoe at uh Albany. This a you know Roscoe's what, four and two,
0: I think. Right. Uh, I think they're six and two. Are they six and two? Six and one. Six, six and one. one. Okay. Uh, Their only and- loss being to New Home in a competitive 22 to 15 game and right. we, we know how good new home is. yeah
1: new home's a uh, regent threat for sure and then albany is undefeated obviously uh you know roscoe comes in with a really good running back and ivan mccann uh their quarterback jace arnwine's really good but you know do they have the defensive uh uh metal to stop adam hill and casein fairchild
0: well i'll tell you how good Uh, Albany is. We we just talked about Roscoe six and one. Their only loss was to New Home. They they've won. They beat Colorado City. They beat Clarendon. They beat Sterling City. They beat Junction and Cross Plains and Abilene Tlca. And yet, this is a thirty point spread. That's just and it's not that Roscoe is down. That's just how good Albany is this year. Uh, And and I I think uh, you know I think Albany win. But hey, it's good to see Roscoe in the playoff hunt consistently. There was a few years ago. I think they won like three games and three or four years. So it's good to see the Plow Boys back. You ever been to uh, Roscoe's Stadium, by the no, way? No, I haven't. You it's talked really about it really cool. Yes. They got a
1: plow stuck in behind, like, Behind the end zone in the, uh, I guess that would be the north end zone. Mm-hmm. A pl- you know, old school, old school plow, plow. Yeah. just stuck in the. end. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, I, I've always that that's one of those towns that you, growing up and seeing the scores back in the day. For some reason, I've always wanted to go to a Roscoe. The JCs may or may not
1: have to come out between the quarter or yeah, in between quarters and take some rattlesnakes. And, out and that's out of a the real thing, right? Uh, yeah, I mean that, that there's you know there's a uh, wheat field. Mm-hmm. Right across on the west side of the stadium over there, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, I, I think snake. You know, I might be overblowing it a little bit. The snakes. There's been at least
0: one snake at some point that oh, you yeah. know. Of. <laughs> yes. All right, where to yeah. next?
1: All right, uh, last game on the docket here is Chilton and Granger. Uh Chilton seven and zero, just wiping the field with everybody. Granger five and two, but Granger's <clears throat> record. They've lost to Holland and Bremont, two really good teams in that region that could be a region threat.
0: Yeah. I, I would like to know from any fans, uh, email us to ter- uh, Terry, uh, grant and Terry at S2S sport.com or messages on Facebook. Just type in sideline sideline or on Twitter at grant and Terry, what happened in that Bremont game? I couldn't find any write-up on it, but, you know, they lost to Holland by three, and, and Granger was just blowing everybody out of the water, and then they lose to Bremont 43-6. to I want to know if that's one of those games that, well, like the game we saw, Hitchcock and Columbus, that's a 52-24 game, but that wasn't a 52-24 first quarter. Yeah, sometimes it gets away it from gets me, away. But yeah. you put up more than, what, three to 20? Tw- 20 points yeah. for it to be like that. I agree. And so I, I'm curious about that because, you know, the Pirates on the mm-hmm. year, Chilton, you know, we've talked about them a couple of times. I know they played Hearn close or Hearn played them close and they played Bremont to within one point. And, and so that's why I'm wondering, because that tells me that Chilton, while this is a good record game, that this might be a Chilton ends up winning by three or four touchdowns. I,
1: I think Chilton wins this by a couple of touchdowns at least. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hiccuping that
0: there. Are we done with two a week nine? I think so. All right, that is it for 2A, week nine. Again, as I said, email us, Grant and Terry, at, uh, wait, Grant and Terry at s2sport.com uh you can also find us on Facebook sideline to sideline on Twitter at Grant Terry if you ever want us to talk one of your games email us and let us know man we're always again 2A we're, we're figuring out the, the 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 landscape on it and so we're trying to find more consistent teams that we can talk about so if you're a fan of a team and you think they need to be talked about on the state level just let us know and until next week he's Grant I'm Terry and this has been sideline to sideline right here on l4 Media Four media we talk high school football 4a 3a and 2a in texas we talk east texas sports we talk nfl guy talk movie and booze we also talk wrestling and so much more so like and subscribe and check us out